0: to Living in the Spirit in a Little Way, a podcast about striving to live every day by the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Please join us with our host, Kerry McMasters, as he speaks of the workings of the Holy Spirit in our daily lives. Good day, and welcome to Living in the Spirit in a Little Way. What I'd like to speak about today is living in Lent, as today being Fat Tuesday, the day before Ash Wednesday, and us moving into the season of Lent. And as I thought and prayed about this, there was one phrase that came to mind. And the phrase is, eat and drink, for tomorrow we die. So I did a search on the phrase and I came up with two references. The first being from Isaiah chapter 22, and the second one being from 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And if we take a look at Isaiah chapter 22 in the beginning of the chapter, It kind of reminds me of what's going on at this time with Mardi Gras down in New Orleans. And the night before, Mardi Gras, the king of Mardi Gras, is given the keys to the city by the mayor. And then everything pretty much shuts down and the celebrations begin. And of course, it's the day before Ash Wednesday. It's the last hurrah. Everybody's partying, having fun, things to access and what have you. And a lot of us kind of do the same thing as well just before we start the season of Lent. And hopefully what we partake in is not going to be too bad. But as we take a look at the beginning of this, in chapter 22, verse 1, what is the matter with you now? that you have gone up, all of you, to the housetops. O city full of noise and chaos, O wanton town, you are slain and not slain with the sword, nor killed in battle. All your leaders fled away together, fled afar off. All who were in you were captured together, captured without the use of a bow. And as I read some of the news accounts today about the beginnings of Mardi Gras. It's just amazing how this first part of the chapter fits into what happened before the celebration began. But now if we take a look at verse 12. On that day, the Lord, the God of hosts, called on you to weep and mourn, to shave your head, And put on sackcloth. But look, you feast and celebrate, you slaughter oxen and butcher sheep, you eat meat and drink wine. Eat and drink, for tomorrow we die. This reaches the ears of the Lord of hosts. You shall not be pardoned this wickedness till you die, says the Lord the God of hosts. And what comes to mind with this passage? is that most times when we enter into a new liturgical season within the church calendar, we try to prepare ourselves, usually the day or a few days before that, for the coming season. And so here it is, when we're being called to shave our head, put on sackcloth, symbolically, whereas going into the season of Lent, that time of waiting, that time of, as we come out of winter, waiting for the spring, waiting for all that sleeps, that has died through the winter, to be born again into new life. As we look forward to the trees starting to bud, as we look forward to the tulips rising up from the ground, which had been dead for the winter, have not shown themselves, the crocuses as well coming to the surface. And it's nice because we have this barren land and we get a glimpse of life, a glimpse of color. And that's what we wait for and hope for in Lent, that glimpse of life that glimpse of Jesus rising from the dead to bring us to eternal life. And with the last portion of this section of Isaiah about our behavior reaching the ears of the Lord and not being pardoned the wickedness until we die, we know that in his giving to us his one and only son, Jesus Christ, that that sacrifice was made so that we will not die, so that we will have eternal life. So now I'd like to take a look at Paul's letter to the Corinthians, first letter, chapter 15. And if we look at verse 30, Paul goes on to write, Moreover, why are we endangering ourselves all the time? Every day I face death. I swear it by the pride in you brothers that I have in Christ Jesus our Lord. If at Ephesus I fought with beasts, so to speak, what benefit was it to me? If the dead are not raised, let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we die. Do not be led astray. Bad company corrupts good morals. Become sober as you ought and stop sinning. For some have no knowledge of God. I say this to your shame. And reflecting on this passage, in the phrase about eating and drinking, for tomorrow we die, Isn't the season of Lent similar to a time of death where we die to ourselves, where we are trying to die to sin so that we are not being led astray, a time when we become sober so that we are aware of everything that is happening around us? So the season of Lent really is a season of hope for us. A season of hope when we look to the resurrection of Jesus. A time of prayer and a time of fasting. A time of trying to give up those things that draw us away from God. a time to overcome temptation to sin. But sometimes as it happens, as we pray more, as we fast more during the season, and try to do the right thing all the time, that the temptations will come. And sometimes the temptations will be greater because we're drawing closer to God. And Satan is very persistent with us in getting us to give in to these temptations and to fall away from God. So it's very important that we call upon the Lord to strengthen us, to strengthen us through the communion of saints, to learn more about them as well, and what they struggled with while they were here on this earth, the temptations that many of them went through as well, and their daily struggles. the Lord also wants us to call upon the angels to guard us, to protect us, to call upon our blessed Mother Mary to protect us as well, to help keep us from stumbling and falling and to be there to pick us up when we do. Because Mary is very, very powerful and Satan flees when Mary is near. Because as he strikes at our feet, she will strike at his head. So it's very important that we pray for intercession in these times of temptation that come up as we're going through the season of Lent. And one thing that is very, very strong is the rosary. And it is one of the weapons that we have been given to defeat Satan as he approaches and tries to draw us away from the Lord but also with the rosary comes peace. So much peace from that. And I know myself, what I have experienced in times of a little uneasiness or a little bit of anxiety here or there, that by praying the rosary, there is so much peace that is brought to me. And that everything is smoothed over. And it is just, just so wonderful. Sometimes there are no words that you can use to express it. And we can take comfort in knowing that we are not alone as we go through the season of Lent, that Jesus had gone through many of the same things that we're going through, but he overcame the temptations. He spent the 40 days in the desert in prayer and fasting, And then Satan tried to tempt him afterwards. Jesus overcame those temptations. As much as we cannot overcome some of our temptations, we still need to pray to him to help strengthen us. For he went through it as well. And he was the one who succeeded and was victorious in the long run through those. So again, as we continue the season, we're called upon to pray more, to repent of our sins, to do penance, and to fast. Because prayer and fasting combined is very powerful. We are called each Friday to abstain from meat, and on Ash Wednesday as well. But we can fast during these other times of Lent. And if it's difficult to fast on bread and water alone for a day, then what we can do in light of that is fast from something else that we really enjoy something that we take pleasure in. It could be as simple as maybe that extra cup of coffee to help us wind down at the end of the day. Um, Maybe a glass of wine that we have after a meal to settle ourselves. It could be that piece of candy. It could be watching one of your favorite TV shows. But giving up these things is fasting in itself and will help to strengthen us also in our prayer life. And if you do decide that you can fast from food on a few days during Lent, if you go online and do a search, you'll find many recipes for different types of bread that... You can bake to eat during the day with your water. And it's very important that you do drink a lot of water during this time. But these different breads will at least give us a little more sustenance, that there'll be some more ingredients, honey, raisins, oatmeal, and some recipes that have a few other things in them as well. Another good thing about the season of Lent is that we can draw together more closely as a community of faith and a family of God. Most parishes will offer a late afternoon Mass so that if an individual wants to go to Mass and the early ones in the morning conflict with their work schedule... Usually they can find one that will be available when they're finished with work at the end of the day. And it's nice because we have a chance to receive communion and sometimes the blood of Christ as well. And it further nourishes us. It further strengthens us. And again, praying together and celebrating the Mass in communion with those people in our parish and surrounding parishes will strengthen our faith overall and strengthen our commitment to the Lord and to his children that he surrounds us with. And another program, something called The Light is On For You, makes available the Sacrament of Reconciliation one evening during the week for a few hours so that people that may not be able to get to confession on the weekends or during the day because of schedules will have an opportunity to go later on in the evening. And it's just so nice to see and hear of the many people that have come to that sacrament. And it just brings so much grace from the Lord when we go to confess our sins and to ask the Lord to let his divine mercy flow upon us for the forgiveness of our sins, to draw us closer to him, to lift all of the burdens off of us that we struggle with, and also to bring healing to our soul, to bring healing to our hearts and our minds. So in closing, let us ask the Lord that during the season of Lent, that he draw us closer to himself, that also he will draw us closer to his children around us that need to be ministered to for one reason or another, and that he will guide us and guide us through the Holy Spirit, so that we may minister to those that He sets before us. Thank you, and God bless.